That sucks, dude. Fucking your games are all blacked out. <laughs> yeah. It's Whatever. playoffs, right? Or it's not playoffs, yeah. though, is it? No, it's starting the season. It's just weird. Like you got like <clears throat> it's Canada. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. there's a uh, uh, there's like some fucking you know Dallas Columbus game is on. We get that on like these on our channels. I get stamps. it. But why not the two Canadian teams? I, Hey man, we get it. We get it, the it's same. Because, it's because oh, it's uh, the NHL wants to sell their their big package, right? That's it. Yes. Where I have to get, where I have to watch every goddamn game. It's, but, it, but it's not even just that because we have we have blackout rules here in America too, and everyone fucking hates them. Mm-hmm. And it's not just about buying the package; it's about sometimes going to the game. Or 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 your cable right. package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. we can't we can't watch any fucking Rockies games. And yeah. I even subscribed I subscribed to the Major League Baseball Network. You could do it season to season. Yeah. You can watch pretty much every game. But then you're blacked out. It, it blacked out a Rockies game. Yeah. Still, still. That's wild. And uh, and for them, a lot of it was because we want you to come out to the ballpark. That's yeah, their that, reason. That then they have that with the CFL here, and that makes sense. Well, you couldn't sell out the stadium, so you don't get to watch it. If it sells out, then the blackout get, gets lifted, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yes. I can't go to a Calgary Flames game. I can't right. go to a Winnipeg Jets game. You of know course. what I mean? That's so why different. the fuck? Like it's just dumb. It's dumb. I think they just know that there's a, a few people like me, and uh, they got to try to get that dollar from. Yeah. I don't know. Like I tagged like. Four different organizations today. I see, yeah. and, 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 and the problem is, and the problem is, you're remarkably polite. You got to yeah. every single one of every. I re, I've been reading those for weeks, and every single one sounds like. Listen, I'm just trying to be, you know, sensible here. I mean, could yes. you please do something about this situation <laughs> instead of being like, you know, you got to get American on this shit with yeah, you, like, motherfuckers! Yeah. I'm gonna cancel my god. Johnny thinks I need to get American in my phrasing and my tweets to Sportsnet instead of being too polite. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do that. But, but oh, yeah, I can teach you. I can yeah, teach you. Yeah, you'll be like my uh, Cyrano in the background. <laughs> that's like, oh, that's perfect. That's. Yeah. Funny. Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Washington. And this is the podcast where Travis and I break down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, my favorite show, and one that Travis is watching for the first time. And before we get to Legends of Tomorrow, Season 3, Episode 5, Return of the Mac, mm-hmm. first, first let me get, I gotta get this Netflix synopsis out of the way. Mm-hmm. It's the weird, it's the strangest one yet. <laughs> Purely from a, well, a, a punctuation Point. Uh, all right, all right. Let's see what they do. Hold on. It's, it says, "Rip Hunter recruits the legends to help him track a vampire in 19th century London, but they soon encounter an old dash dash and much more dangerous dash dash foe." <laughs> it's so odd. That is, <laughs> it's like, what? Weird. It is weird. Weird. <laughs> That's funny. But before we get like the guy was yeah. like, uh, oh, yeah, we'll fill the rest in later. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they yeah. just put it That's up. There. It oh, shit. Like. I left those ellipses in. Fuck. That looks bad. 
that looks pretty bad. Do you think they'll notice? Probably not. Nobody's watching this one. Who the fuck? Yeah. Who's going to fucking notice it? Somewhere that guy's ears are yeah. burning right now. What the fuck? I'm having a stroke. That's funny. So before we get to this episode, um, big news, good news for Legends fans today. And you, my friend, yeah. broke that news to me. Yeah. Which was great. I, I mm-hmm. love that fact. Yeah. That's and- cool. DC's Legends of Tomorrow has been renewed for a seventh season. And they're still filming the sixth season. Yeah, that's great. Which is is fantastic. And again, even at this point in this series, if you had told me that that's where the show would be at, I would have been like, huh, I don't know, because a lot of people were nervous because Supergirl got canceled, Black Lightning got canceled. Mm-hmm. Legends fans are conditioned to thinking this might get canceled any day now because of right. the early season. So how long did... How long... Had, is Flash still on the air? Flash got renewed for an eighth season already. That's at season eight. Okay. That's no, no, no. And, and they're filming season seven. So yeah. Flash so what... is the biggest ratings getter of all of them. Okay. Yeah. Um. How long did Arrow run? Eight seasons or eight okay. and a half. So eight's the eight, eight and a half. Okay. But that's uh, that's kind of the magic number. So far, that's, that's like yeah, the so yeah. far. How long so, did Smallville run, I wonder? Smallville ran for like 11 or 12 seasons, yeah, it dude. While, it was yeah. on a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Smallville was on so long that I didn't realize it was still on. And right. like, was like, Smallville's still on? Because mm-hmm. at, at the end, remember the whole point was no super suits, none of that shit. Towards the end of it, you know, as it was coming to an end, I was looking at it and be like wait a minute there's the justice society of america green arrow and the flash yeah. and shit yeah, i'm like oh i guess they the end, yeah, changed yeah. their minds on all that shit yeah i never watched it but uh it was the only time uh, i ever Kristen, watched it <laughs> Kristen uh Kriuk is uh still working in canadian television is she she's like a small town lawyer is it called heartland is that right i think so i think that's what it's called it's on cbc it's got that it's totally got that kind of um uh Canadian drama sheen uh-huh. to it. Again, never seen an episode. <laughs> not, all, my, all, not my style. All I remember, and I used to feel so bad for her because I would read stuff online and the most hated performance slash character, whatever, it got like personal, the attacks really? dudes were making on mm, that really? actress. And I so always like early, was like, fuck yeah, you. you know, that like, early kind of toxic fanboy. It was real bad. Yeah, it was real bad. And they were all yeah. like, "Oh, he should date Chloe." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, look what happened to her." <laughs> I don't even know who that is. She was the blonde Allison Mack, who ended up being one of the leaders of that what's that fucking sex cult out of Rochester? Oh, okay, York. yeah, she was from the Nexium thing. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, yeah, 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 right. Well, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, still, <laughs> that's like, come on, good god, that's awful. <laughs> but so. And then I thought about it. I was like, well, you know, would a TV network cancel a show that is constantly having these articles written about it uh, currently? And then I right. thought to myself, like, yeah, of course they would, because they do that all the fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, sometimes, it, yeah, sometimes they are just CEO ain't seeing it the same way or the, mm-hmm. the boardroom sees it differently. You know, Fred Silverman's in charge now and all this shit's got to go. Huh. <laughs> and... uh <laughs> And one last thing, I do recommend, and not to you, my friend, because it will spoil stuff for you, but I do recommend to people to look up on sci-fi.com, and that's the uh, with the Y, like how they rebranded the, the right. network. Yeah, we don't uh, get that in Canada anyways. So. Yeah, sci-fi.com, their website, has a really great article about Legends and where it's at and uh, 
how it got started. And as I was reading it, I was like, yeah, that's what I said on the podcast. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. A lot cool. of points about the beginning of the show. So anyway, <laughs> the beginning of this episode starts with a voiceover from Rip Hunter. Now this one, I kind of liked, but like still too verbose. Yeah, uh, but it, like that didn't sound, it didn't sound as rip as he usually sounds. He's, it feels like he's toned it down, or maybe it's just my imagination. Maybe. He was almost, almost sounded like he was like putting a little bit of an American stamp on his usually extra British voice. Maybe that's oh, just, yeah, the, yeah. The, I've turned into the caricature. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking I'm back. I should have sent this to you, <laughs> but it's. Uh, time travel is real and so are its consequences when a terrible time paradox put all of history in peril an elite team was formed their job to protect history and repair these so-called anachronisms unfortunately this is not that elite team and right there you got me i was like okay that was okay and then yada 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 they're legends and the legends are heading to london in eight oh no we're in london 1895 it's okay Maybe the intro was a little understated, but Rip Hunter as Sherlock Holmes, definitely not understated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at first I thought it was kind of uh, Jack the Ripper. I thought that's what they were going for there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, they were. You're going you're gonna to kill this lady. And then I, I, I got, oh, okay, I guess he's Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you're, you're meant to think he's following this Irish whore. And I say Irish whore because that's what she's listed at is, is uh, IMDb. Mom. So, Dad, I've I got a part. No, honey, honey, oh, you've been working so hard. What is it? We've got we've got grandpa we've got grandpa Uh, Orion here. We've got grandpa grandpa and grandma Orion here too. They're really excited. Call your brother. What's up? Your sister got a part. Honey, we can't wait. What is it? Um on on second thought, ma maybe I'll tell you all a little later. (laughs) <laughs> so <laughs> so <laughs> oh that's the funniest thing i've heard all fucking <laughs> so rip and her find a body that appears to be a, the victim of a vampire and she screams and he's like oh you could have had a career with vincent price yeah. Yes. Yes. Scream. Yeah. Scream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was you know like how, what what viewer like again that's for us and for and me. older that's for us and older. Mm-hmm. Um. Good. Uh, I guess. I guess. I don't know. Man. Oh, embrace your age, motherfucker. No, 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 no. But I like if you're targeting. I don't, I don't. I just don't know. Like, who's agreeing? I'm targeting to that? the podcast in the future where a guy could do his Vincent Price impression. I don't know. Just like, who's looking for a Vincent Price reference? In a, I in a, am. In a, I know you are. I know Beware. you are. Beware. Beware. The tingler. The tingler. I just. I'd be like. I'd be interested to see how many of the audience got that joke, or who didn't have to Google Vincent Price. It's just I don't know. It was an interesting one to to to, to throw out there, but I mean it makes sense coming from Rip. And he's a fan. Yeah. <laughs> and it cuts to the intro, and it's the Legends theme done with like Victorian strings. Yeah, nice touch, nice touch. Yeah, we get a lot more of that coming up, and I really love it when they do that. So this I love just because 
because of this show because we get this is just content we're on the wave rider and uh ray and uh, jacks are talking about splitting up firestorm and how jacks really wants to get him out of his head because as jack says and remember only (laughs) as jackie mason my jackie mason for uh, my jack's impression is yeah the last time i got laid he said well done jefferson i mean <laughs> oh, that was so funny that made me laugh a lot that like an early laugh like a, a good joke um and that's i like, was like worried that fun... you're i was worried bonesy was watching this with you and i was like no, i watched this much? by myself today okay. I've, been, I've been off for a week we're at a like semester break so uh yeah um that really made me laugh I, I like just imagine like I, they could have been talking about that a lot man how many times is this come on you're telling me Jax hasn't just you know give it and same with uh, garber if he's out mm-hmm. there by himself he's a <laughs> like how, what do you how do you how are you getting them to get his mind off of that having a psychic connection and separating yourself from somebody just or taking a dump even would be the worst you know <laughs> what you're used you're used to having someone coaching you on you can do it you can you can do it gray you can do it push push gray uh so that really like that it just reminded me reminded you of this like unique relationship that these mm-hmm. two have and how like this shit would come up all the time it's so funny so ray gives him jacks a shot or something to end the psychic connection and he's like mm-hmm. he's like i don't want grapefruit anymore and and i don't yeah. gotta take a piss yeah. <laughs> and uh but there's side effects to this serum uh ray rattles off a bunch but uh the only one that uh, is important is short-term memory loss used to comic effect mm-hmm. <laughs> so, right so the team is eating breakfast and they're eating like a grapefruit uh bran muffins and oatmeal and Zari's having pancakes, and she's like, you can have anything you want. Why boring food? And Sarah says, once you've tried everything, you go back to the basics. And I was like, I guess so. Whose basics are those? My basics would be fruity pebbles. Mm, I like that. But see, I, I I love cereal. I love cereal. I love Me Jerry too. Seinfeld when it comes to cereal. But I only have it uh, at night. It's like my last meal. Is uh, my last meal before I go to, uh, to bed. I, uh, my friend... Bed. I I am right there with you because I don't have time to have a bowl of cereal in the morning like a child. Like I'm on my way out the door with a piece of fruit or something, and then hitting hitting a store, you know. But I do like yeah. to enjoy in my easy chair a bowl of fruity pebbles while I'm watching a Star mm-hmm. Trek rerun before I go to bed. Sounds great. <sighs> now I want. Now we're all out of fruity pebbles. God damn it. <laughs> No, all I'm gonna think about is fucking fruity pebbles, dude. So Sarah, I mean, so Nate announces, "What's up, teammates? You know, everyone come down to the lab." And he's like, "Mick, I have beer." And Mick is reading Dracula, and we get to see mm-hmm. Mick in his his reading glasses mm-hmm. for the first time. Yeah, he's like a Homer. It's like Homer when he Homer tries to look smart and he puts glasses yep. on. <laughs> the Henry Kissinger's glasses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's asleep, we're actually behind them when he was on jury duty. Oh, the jury duty one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so for the most part i loved this little wrinkle i i like this with him like something like this when he's on the last page maybe i missed it 
but I wanted there to be something, <clears throat> excuse me, mm -hmm. something that he he learned from reading it that ends up saving the day kind of thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what I, it, I felt it thing to it other than a character quirk. It was a nice character quirk. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I liked it, but I wanted it to have a real payoff. This was a really good episode. Again, I, I, like, I, I think they're, they're on a real roll. That's this felt like a oh, classic well, episode. Well, uh, boy, wait till we get to next week, sir. Uh, <clears throat> look i don't know i love next week's episode but there's some stuff in it i'm just gonna tell you right now that is so fucking bad that yeah. it to me I, I when i watched it i, I had to talk to, not give any details but there's just an aspect of it that is so bad that it got to the point mm -hmm. like i'm i'm so happy this is on here because we're gonna get to talk about this. okay All you right. know that bad but yeah. but this but this one is one of my favorite ones I, yeah I yeah i was thinking this was an all-time classic as i was watching it uh because it's got a little, little bit of everything to it but um, mick being if me being a fan of lit mick being a fan of literature yeah that's not just a throwaway here that's him the glasses stick around he likes to read and, and on and on that's cool. that's, that's good that's cool I like it if it's like a Homer thing, though, too. Oh, it always is. He's always puts it on. And he gets to be right at the end of this episode. That's his payoff. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's like, told you, you know. I love the new the new wrinkle that it's a new thing he's obsessed with killing. Nazis, pigs, and vampires. And vampires. He just wants Nazis, <laughs> pigs, and vampires. And he's had that steak. He's been, we'll like... tell you now. He's been carrying. He, 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 as soon as they say vampires, they cut to him with a steak in his hand. And they like you've been carrying it around all this time he's like since i was a kid <laughs> yeah they're like always oh, i care i was good yeah the way they, the line was funny they'd insinuate that yeah of course it's, ever since i was a child were you not listening <laughs> this with me all this time that's so funny it was it's very so funny he's fun he's, he's a lot of fun in this one and yeah. he as far as the uh, season seven in dominic purcell style he uh he announced he's like all right you got me for one more or something like that he's like right. you got me for a seventh you know <laughs> so if it goes to eight we might not be seeing him but right who knows he'll probably yeah. stick around yeah you'd, you'd think if there was only one more because i think eight's definitely the cutoff for these shows sure or like maybe they have a an actual like a good way to wrap it up in seven like seven seasons uh, it's nothing to shake us well here's up, the man. thing Here, well here's the thing that they have over all the other ones and it was the thing that, that that was a problem for them at first, being a bunch of random characters, secondary characters that they introduced on these other two shows thrown together, is they have a rotating cast. So what's, what's that? They have a rotating cast. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. technically, you know, yeah, sure. Oh man, it could be the uh, it could be like Saturday Night Live. I know. God, I hope not. I go on for like forty years. Oh, Musical guest. <laughs> But you know what's funny? I remember, you know, when you know you've really, I don't know, really grown up. I don't know. I mean, that's not the right phrase, but I remember being always concerned when I'd hear about, you know, like, you know, there's a possibility that Saturday Night Live get, could get canceled. And I remember thinking, they, could, they should never cancel Saturday Night Live. That's just, it, that'd be just horrendous. And now I'm like, ah, I don't give a fuck. Oh, please, <laughs> somebody do that. <laughs> cancel, cancel Saturday Night Live and just do something else, maybe. How's that? yeah sounds great yeah like oh god is it are we really that 
what is it, it's like Christmas for fuck's sake? You just can't you can't take it off the calendar? Of course you can. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Jesus. Yeah. It's I'm not so nightline. And they, and they took nightline sure that's bad. They took nightline <laughs> off the air, so yeah. you know, you'd think that should stick around forever. Yeah. Um you know, okay, Jeopardy should stick around forever. Sure. Okay, sure. Some yeah, form yeah, or another. Yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. That's yeah. about it. Like um it. And I guess Wheel of Fortune just to counterbalance that, because I always love because they're on one right after the other, and you always go from feeling really smart to feeling really stupid real fucking fast. <laughs> Sometimes it's a little slower than others. <laughs> Sometimes you're making a double jeopardy that you're just in a, on a roll, but yeah, eventually something will just kick you in the kick you in the face. One category is bound to bound mm-hmm. to shatter your any illusions you had. No, I meant from watching a smart show to watching a dumb show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Sajak annoys the shit out of me. Always yeah, no, has, I always would. I get it. I like the original, the original host, Chuck Woolery. No, it was not. No, not Chuck Woolery. Oh it wasn't God. Chuck Woolery. No, no. Who was his name? No, he was a guy with the 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 white guy Fro, who might have been named Chuck as well. He was a game no show idea. host and that. No okay. Anyway, oof, off on a tangent. But, so Nate's been up all night on blow because he's off on a tangent. And he's yeah. discovered that the anachronisms have a pattern and they're two outliers. One is 2042 and one is London 1895. So they look. he looks into it and there's a vampire there. And that's when Mike pulls out a stake. And Stein immediately comes in and it's just like, oh, vampires. And has to give the history lesson of what, where it came from mm-hmm. you know, for real. You know, yeah. it's ridiculous. And I'm like, well, you're on a time fucking, you're on a time machine and you're surrounded by crazy shit. Mm-hmm. Could be a, re- yeah, yeah, you never know. So the team shows up in a Morgan, London, all in, in uh, um, cop uniforms, English cop, you know, Bobbies, Bobbies, yeah, they call them. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Including Sarah, which they point out, he's like, oh, when did the NYPD stonk? Yeah. <laughs> Lady cops. Yeah. Just bad one bad accent after another of right. them doing bad accents, which was mm-hmm. I thought was a, a lot of fun. Mick immediately stabs a corpse. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. And out of nowhere, Return of the Mac starts playing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what the fuck? And Ray recognizes it as a Palmer Tech watch that the coroner has. And Mick threatens him with giving up, and he gives up the story. He says a body fell out of the sky with the watch. And he stole the watch and buried uh, the body. And the next day was the first vampire killing. So Mick immediately comes to the most logical conclusion. It's a vampire from the future, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It made me fucking laugh. They mind flash him. Mm-hmm. So they, they head to the cemetery and they find the open grave. And who's in there but Rip Hunter. <clears throat> and yeah. he's gone rogue again. The time viewer doesn't know he's there and he needs the legend's help. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like what they go with how this the shit with Rip ends up in this one, you know, pointing yeah. out that you're you, you've always been kind of an asshole, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that suits his character, his long term character arc for mm. sure. <sighs> so, by the way, Return of the Mac, obviously, name of the episode. Yeah. They yeah, get a lot of mileage. Of the they get a lot of mileage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> really, really good. Really good. That's a really good that's a, that's a wedding staple, man. Everybody gets excited when that song comes on at a at a wedding now. Mm. Like, you know, like grandma's uh 
kids and everyone in between. I'm going to the wrong weddings. Yeah. No, Actually, I haven't, a... I haven't been to a wedding in forever, so sure. Yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, sir, it was shout from uh, you know Animal I House. Still hear that? I, I would say I would say that uh, Return of the Mac has reached shout level status really? in terms of. Oh, I'm not uh, against. Yeah. Hey, I, I don't hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. just I've, I've just never experienced it. Yeah, but because it has a here at one point when Nate's tied up on the slab, he's fucking humming it, and then we get the big payoff, and uh. And whatever they had to pay for that, I'm like, oh, thanks. I'm very happy that they fucking did because it yeah. is one of my favorite scenes ever in this show. And so on the wave rider, Rip greets him, Einstein. Jax immediately starts forgetting that Rip was back. And there's a call from Lily who needs a lullaby for baby Ronnie. So stupid. I this is like the only part I didn't. I hate it. Just because... Just because we have to give him a chance to sing. You know, Victor Garber can sing, you know? And right. Yeah, ugh. I know. Right, I know. Yeah, God. Ugh. Um, Hush, little Ronnie, <laughs> don't say a word. But, so at this point, buy I, you yeah. I know that he's, uh, I know that he's leaving. I know that, like, uh, and, like, if he were to leave, if the, if he were to leave in the middle of this season, I'd be fine with it. That's what I was thinking at that point. Like, come on, speed this up. Like, let's split the firestorm up okay, and get out on, that fucking on. door. I'm going to kind of spoil something for you. All right. It is the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah, I kind of figured it, because they're bringing it up really early here. Okay. It's, it, yeah. yeah that, I'm not giving anything. But they're, it's they're the making it easy for me. Oh, yeah, totally. Oh. Hush, little Travis. Oh, Jesus. Mark, it, yeah. King, yeah. That's what I would have done. Right in his fucking face. face. Shut, up I, style. shut up before I take this ship down there and give you something to cry about. <laughs> Turd. Oh, man. So, Although he was, I liked his performance in... Uh, in 1895, in this. Oh, me too. He's no, yeah. his his great great starting to play. Like, he's starting to act like a guy who knows he's on his way off the show, and now he's going to start giving a shit. I honestly, I'm sorry. I th- I, f- I felt ultimately that Garber felt like he was slumming it for a lot of this, or at least oh, I would his, imagine so. His performances came off, and he didn't like. Yeah, like it, it was borderline. Halle Berry as Storm and that, you know, how she was always kind of wink, yeah. wink, like I'm too good for this. Like, ugh, she was the worst, one of the worst uh, superhero casts, casting. With, with one of the, well, I didn't, oh, look, I didn't mind her that much because the character of Storm was always written kind of wooden anyway. Sure. But, and and um, one of my top three of all time celebrity crushes is Halle Berry. So I'm like, I'm all about it. But as soon as I heard the lightning and the toad line, I almost put my foot through my fucking TV. I'm like, yeah. And that's a great, that's a good movie. I like X-Men two X two is X two is great. I love X two. One of the best uh, superhero movies of all time. I think I agree. I put it in top five for sure. Speaking of which, um, WandaVision, this the big uh, oh, reveal. Man. There's a lot of there's a lot of theories out there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And but like, did you ever read House of M? No, but I'm aware of enough of it. Yeah. And so, yeah. so obviously, you know that theory about a yeah. way to introduce mutants into yeah. yeah. Um, here, um, I'm leaning towards the other one because uh, the other theory is because the, the next 
one of the next movies is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse right. of Madness. Yeah. So I'm leaning yeah. more in, into the Doctor Strange yeah. rather so than X-Men. Like, like McFisto doing this, getting fucked with, because they talked about, they've mentioned the devil a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'd be pretty cool. Or maybe they actually use Master Pandemonium, the, the demon from the comics, which was like super lame in, yeah. in the thing about their imaginary babies. <laughs> but anyway, I'm right. loving that. That fourth episode was mwah, chef's yeah, kiss. Yeah, great stuff. I love uh, that the actor uh, who plays the FBI agent. or the, Randall the Park. Guy, yeah, Randall Park. He's awesome. He's great. Yeah. I'd watch a whole Marvel series with just him. So would I. Yeah. So would I. Oh, him? Him and Kat Dennings uh, solving crimes in the Marvel yeah. Universe? Yeah, she Give me feels that. a little too... She's good in that part, but that part, that idea feels in with the real world stuff of like i'm the girl who's who's kind of cute but uh, like kind of cute uh, look, you guys can't figure it out look. but you know what i mean she's got this wool wool hat on and, and glasses like they're kind of trying to subdue uh the, the, the like her hotness well yeah well that's just it give them their own show they're gonna eventually have to go undercover and cat dennings will be all glammed up and all right. I'll, okay. like now hello hello frisco now we're talking <laughs> Yeah, as much as I, you know how much it pained me because how much um i'm in love with kat dennings that mm -hmm. i but that that two broke girls show was so fucking bad i just couldn't yeah, yeah. watch it yeah, i was I like really watched. i hated that show with a passion because it was so bad but i wanted yeah. to watch cat never seen an episode another one of those Ugh. oh i i tried twice and turned it off in anger hmm. how, how awful it was hmm. no it's not awful this episode of legends of tomorrow because here yeah. Amaya walks into uh, Zari's room and she thinks she's praying to Mecca. She's like, no, that's that way. I'm looking for my earring. It made me, made me giggle. And Rip's pouring drinks with uh, Sarah, Nate, and, uh, and Mick. And he tells him he's been chasing a phantom for years, for five years, Mollus. And, and Nate's like, Mollusk? He's like, no, no, no. Like, Mollus, which, you know, it, the, mispron the mispronunciations of Mollus become a running joke. This Right. It always cracks me up. Does anyone ever compare or uh, mistake it for Moloch? Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> All right. Um, but e even the Time Masters didn't speak his name, and he's out mm -hmm. there gathering allies. And we find out that the, those outliers are the work of Mollus. So I'm like, oh, that makes sense because Zari's time was when uh, they tried Mollus, you know, or his agent appeared there. And this is the other one. I'm like, okay, cool. I love when they're tying all that shit together. Okay. And Rip needs help. And the legends are kind of like, I don't know, man. Fuck you. And makes like, y'all know one side piece. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, too. They're giving him some good lines. And uh, Sarah's not having it, but Rip says, what if I promise to get the Time Bureau off your back? And they agree. So, <laughs> and they decide they need to go catch this vampire and they're going to need bait. And that bait is neat. And he goes, yeah. he goes, is it because is it I'm handsome? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, pretty. He's like, pretty handsome. <laughs> yeah. That was really good. Really good. <laughs> this is like, it's getting like, uh, there you're starting to see that self awareness of uh, what kind of show they are and stuff. 
it's getting there. It's like I still like I said, this is at this point, this feels like a classic and I think it still will be a classic, but I still feel like there are some things that can still be fine tuned. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. That swagger. We, of course, we see the swagger at, at full display later on. So back to Nate, Nate Zano here. Remember we said that he could have been on the cover of Tiger Beat back in the day? Right. Maybe he was because I didn't realize this. And I was looking up his IMDb and there was a show on, I think it was the early 2000s and it was called, I think, What I Like About You. And it was Amanda Bynes. Remember Amanda Bynes? Of course. Okay. And she was one of those tragic stories. And Mm -hmm. that was her sitcom. And I remember actually watching like an episode or two where a Saturday hmm. afternoon when there's nothing on and I'm like, Oh, give me a fucking dumb sitcom. I actually hmm. saw it to it. And he was one of the young, good looking guys on that teenage sitcom. I was like, oh, I bet you he was on the cover of fucking tiger. There you go. There you go. That's funny. He's got a name too. He's got a, that Travis Craig, Nick Zano. <laughs> He'd be my favorite. <laughs> I tell you, I, I'd have posters of Travis Craig all over my room. Johnny, that's a little weird, man. He's the best. Shut up. I think he's a good actor. What do you want from me? Look, I used to have pictures of wrestlers. <laughs> I used to have pictures yeah, of wrestlers up in my room. I, yeah. I had a friend. I had a friend question my sexuality because I had a picture of Chris Adams in his white trunks on my fucking wall. <laughs> and he wasn't being mean about it either. No, it was great. No, it was my friend it. Jason. He get, he goes, dude, are you gay? That's funny. I'm like, no, and he's like, "Why you got guys in their underwear?" Because he didn't know what wrestling was. Wrestling was. was. That's funny. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, they're undercover in London, and they're going over what they like about uh, Victorian London. And Sarah's is opium dens and low cut courses as she's checking out chicks. And Nate's is Arthur Conan Doyle in the Rolling Fog, and Mix is syphilis, whores, and vampires. <laughs> Yes. Oh my! <laughs> and Mick keeps saying we shouldn't trust Rip, and he's right. And Rip says like I could hear you, and he's like I don't give a rat's ass. I don't fucking trust you. And they pay that off. I I, I love that little part. Mm-hmm. And here comes Professor Stein, but with a sweet mustache. And we so we find out this is Sir Henry Stein, yeah, uh, Stein's great great grandfather. Uh, who was an actor and an eccentric mm-hmm. and well that's a little convenient isn't it? but well wait a minute last episode it's young ray this episode it's his grandfather yeah there's something going on yeah right, right they're not right. just leaning into this there's something going on good um good. and uh, so they think nate's in a carriage because he kidnaps nate and they think he's in a carriage and uh, Rip and Sarah chase it, big action scene. She punches the guy out. But it was a decoy because all they've got was potatoes. We've got potatoes. Rip, 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 Rip reveals, <laughs> rips the bucket off. He goes, do you have them? He's like, no, we've got potatoes. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was hilarious. <laughs> It was like it felt like I was like, are they supposed to do something with these now? Is this supposed to be a big plot twist? Am I, I missing know. something? <laughs> they must be Irish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know that um uh 
at Simpsons, but it's like that's how Homer gets into the YouTube concert. <laughs> Potato Man. He's like, and the guy's like, the 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 security guard's like, where have you been? Okay, that's funny, but I don't think I've ever seen that one. No, that's oh, hilarious. That must, he's trying was, to sneak yeah. into the the YouTube concert. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That's, he's, he's just got a, a hat on and his big uh, uh, sack over his shoulder. He goes, Potato Man. And then the security guy's like, where have you been? All right, that's good. That's pretty, great, yeah. that's pretty funny. So Nate's on slab in the lab, and... Much like they have to do with Firestorm, it's a lot easier with Nate. They, there's reasons why he can't turn into steel. And we get more and more of them. We get points where it's like, why does he just turn into steel at this point where they just don't use it right. eventually? And, uh, but whatever they drugged him with, roofied his powers. And Sir Henry Stein's there. And there's a weird gothic, like, coffin with, um, with water in it and shit. I thought the set mm -hmm. design looked a lot, looked a lot of fun. It did. Looked, uh, yeah, it looked good. Looked like they spent some money. And uh, so Nate gets on comms, talks to Sarah. And, uh, they get the description of a painting of the red moon and rips, looks it up in his notes. And there's a secret society of the occult. And Gideon explains who Stein, that Stein's great-great-grandfather. And there's going to be a lunar eclipse that night. And it's going to be a red moon that night. That's the night it's all going to happen. And the I, blood moon, right? The they blood moon, blood that's moon. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big thing in that uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild game. Uh -oh. Blood Moon comes. I think that's a common symbol. Yeah. You know what? It's something I never saw when I lived in New Jersey, but I've seen it out here in Colorado. Hmm. Yeah. What happens? Blood Moon. Be careful. <laughs> in this state? Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> trust me, it varies between Denver and Boulder and a lot of the rest of this state, boy. Hmm. Right. I, I don't like to make too, make too much fun of this state, you know. We, we we stay blue, just you know, just by a thread, but we keep we, we keep it real, out yeah. out in the middle of this fucking wilderness. <laughs> and so, they're at the party where this uh, whatever's going down, and Mick wants to rob them, but there's more important things than stealing. There's vampires to fucking kill. If right. they, now, if these vampires had been police officers. Who were what? also in the Proud Boys? <laughs> Three at one for Mc McGrory. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be the best. That would be the best. Last great. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's a, all at once, right? They just have to start sucking blood. Instead of yeah. Okay, I stopped myself. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> could have been. Could have been. Uh, okay. Well, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna save you with save you with this little fact about the upcoming crossover. Mick gets to kill some fucking Nazis. Nice. Happy to hear it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Not, and we just don't have we Nazis. We got super Nazis in Crisis on Earth X. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Sounds great. Oh, it's fucking awesome. And uh, <clears throat> so we find uh, Amaya is in the trophy room and there's the, the head of a tiger. And uh, she says... Hunting a tiger for sport is perverse. Now, for tiger stew, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'm sure uh, people made a mean tiger. And we were talking about cereal before. I could go for a bowl of Frosted Flakes right about mm, now. They're not bad. I, I, okay, tell me this. Do you eat them crunchy or soggy? 
I'll put a little bit of milk on them, but I you want to eat them fast before they get too soggy. But I, I like to get them. I like to get them soggy like an old man would, and just and just suck mush. that milk. Oh, that mush, that sweet, sweet mush, and suck all the milk out of it. Mm, let it digest in your mouth. That's how I like it. That's how I eat my raisin bran too. Great, Johnny. Now I hate frosted flakes. <laughs> And so, uh, Sir Stein introduces Madame Eleanor, the spirit, uh, the spirit talker, the spirit is, what's the, what was the movement from uh, the 1890s? The spiritism. God damn it. I just heard a podcast of that. Spiritualism. Maybe that's it. Um, yeah. But this was a big popular thing uh, at the time. I just listened to a podcast about it and they were all fucking con artists. Hmm. And, uh, Madame Eleanor played by the lovely Courtney Ford, who is the wife of Brandon Routh. Hmm. And welcome to the cast, Courtney Ford. Because yeah. she is your newest cast member on this show. Really? Yes. So who are we talking about again? The Madame Eleanor. Oh, okay, the... yeah, yeah, no. I got the idea when she showed up that she had a little bit more of a look of somebody who's not there just for a one-off. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Are you telling me that she's on the show for good yep. from this point? Oh, Pretty much. Wow. Pretty wow, much. Interesting. Um, but is she all? Okay, well, I'll just leave it at that. Interest. Oh no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna ruin anything. But this, it's a character who has like, a journey. On, on on a lot of these shows where characters kind of stay the same, don't have much of a journey. Mm -hmm. She has the largest journey of any character on the show. It's interesting. All right. Yeah. I'm, I mean, like, I think she had a good introduction um uh which is different from uh uh what we've seen before with usually it's for new heroes but but i thought like she stood out like and this was like a good kind of okay she looks like she she ain't gonna fuck around man right and she yeah. had a little cachet that I, I wasn't aware of because we only watched maybe like two seasons of it or at least i did and then i tapped out but she was on true blood mm which yeah, no, was, I never was huge i mean yeah, that was yeah i know it was massive yeah. which i enjoyed the first season i remember thinking oh this is a neat concept mm -hmm. but then i just you know got yeah. a little too much <laughs> yeah but that's what i'd heard yeah i guess i like kind of went over the top with it it got started kitschy and kind of yeah it got like I'm a, I'm a, did this go did this go sci-fi yeah. why what's going on here it was hmm. you know it's kind of like gothic but you know in, in a real life world sort of thing and then just getting a little too weird and anyway anywho and all the sex what's a, a guy is just right. trying to watch a wholesome show about vampires <laughs> <laughs> so she can sense that zari wants to speak with a lost loved one because she has her eye on her so we cut to the lab and uh ray and jacks are checking out the watch and they find fingerprints on it and the four fingerprints are Ray, an unknown person, the coroner, and Oliver Queen out of right. nowhere. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, we get to Nate on the slab, and he's singing Return of the Mac, and the doctor, his doctor comes in with a two-pronged needle. So, oh, it's not a vampire. You know, they were all mistaken. It's uh, whatever's going on here. Hmm. And so Z's in the seance, and uh, Nora, with the, by the way, the character's name, Nora. Yeah. Right? So Nora. It goes to. So. Yeah interesting Keep and uh 
I just keep typing, even though they haven't revealed that, I typed it all that way, and that's just what I know her as. Um, her eyes go black and red, and she summons a beefy Bayrod, her late brother. Right. The reason I say that is because in the two times we've seen her looking at the picture, he's like this big, beefy dude, and it always cracks me up because eventually we meet Bayrod in somewhere down the line, and it's mm. a totally different actor. It's who's so opposite this that look that it just it, it's one of these little tidbits that i noticed i'm like yeah, that's fucking funny and uh with a big deep voice and he's like saying he's like you know why did you run away you know when they murdered me you know you're, you you know you ran away and left me to die so she's all fucking freaked out and uh the cover's blown and mm-hmm. saren rip I, I really like this this is this is the little kind of callback shit i dig saren ripper in a hallway to go rescue nate and there's guards and Rip, yeah. yeah, Rip says, "Remember the Gray Hall building from season one?" Or <laughs> you know, basic, basic, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that—that's what it, I'm like. Oh, I remember that episode. And yeah. They do the same thing to get the guards. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, Thor Ragnarok. It's like we are not doing get help. <laughs> like <laughs> that's why it's like it's like uh-huh. and it just cuts to them like carrying Loki, like he's passed out. And they're like, "Get help!" And then they just, I think they just throw him, they throw Loki at the people or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember how it works. Out. It's really funny, but it worked for them. I, yeah. I Probably when I think about my favorite of the Marvel movies, Thor Ragnarok is really up there at yeah. the top of, yeah, of my too. list. I That made me so happy because I liked the first one just fine. I thought the second one sucked. And that they went like, let's, this guy, they've, they've all got comic chops. Let's fucking, you know, let's right. make it fucking funny. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. it, 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 and I just adored it, adored yeah. that movie. Super fun. So one of the only ones that's really super rewatchable, I think. Big time, big time. Yeah, yeah. We've noticed that as well. So there, get him out of the hole. Sarah and uh, Rip rescue Nate, and they go to check on who the stiff is. And, uh, they, and they're cutting back and forth between uh, Ray and Jax talking to Curtis, who's part of Team Arrow. You get to see Curtis here. You uh, you would have meet, met Curtis if I had included the Green Arrow portions of the crossover. Right, right. Yeah. He's... The actor is is great. He's been in a ton of things, but boy, that that's a character that can grate on your fucking nerves. Uh, right? Yeah, I remember him. Like he did look like somebody who's he clearly looked like he's somebody from an ensemble of a, of another show that even mm-hmm. within this universe. He's a but he's not a, a this type, one. He's a, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's it, it's and he's a superhero too because he's Mister Terrific, who. Yeah is one of my favorite justice society characters but he is only mr terrific in costume uh, sort sort of abilities and a last name and so i was like oh i wish they'd use the comic book version of the character who was an olympic athlete who's also the third smartest man in the world right you know and, and he's sort of a, a dorky geek who runs around and he's you know, yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's yeah, it's not great. <laughs> he's great because mm-hmm. he he's got some fucking chops, but it it's not great. Uh, but it's Damien Dark, yeah, naked. 
<laughs> in the tub. And there's a big fight at the party. Sarah wants to destroy the body, of course, but agrees to fall back. And we're going to fall back right now into a quick break, and we'll be right back. State purpose of visit. Well, our tractor's going to kick the bucket this year. Searching internet for new bucket. I don't need a bucket. Provide bucket color preference. Red, yellow, lavender, taupe, magenta. Oh, wait. They are out of magenta. Robots don't know you. We do. I can do a quote on a new one. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, getting the insurance coverage you need starts with a conversation. It's your future. Let's protect it. White. Hmm? Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to Return of the Mac, what do we got for plugs? Well, I guess it's what we got going on this weekend. Yeah, well, there's that. We're going to get to that. What else? Ooh, what else? A second. Uh, but uh, like, we're recording a little later in the week. Like This episode's coming out. Uh, hey, we got lives. We got lives. But also because in the, earlier in the week, when I with the time when we normally record, I was recording what is going to be a new addition to the Plum Podcast Network. Uh, oh, that's oh, that's going to be episodes. Oh, I didn't uh, know that that was going to be on Plum. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, man. Uh, mm -hmm. With our buddy uh, and uh, awesome. Mystery Titans Theater uh, partner and pal um, Zubin Sundar and his friend Jeff Lee have been uh, putting together this idea for a while called Mess with It, and it's just friends coming on and trying to sell them on stuff. So in the end, hope be interested in and it can be like whatever right uh like I, I remember he he told us a bit about it a while back um do you remember that okay so you just dropped out for a second and let me yeah. ask you is the concept that a friend tries to convince the two of them brings something to their attention and and tries to turn them on to it yeah 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 okay i love it i love it yeah i love it yeah, and so what we watched was, uh, or, or what I had them watch was Wanderlust, uh, the, the film that I've quoted a couple times on this uh, very show. Uh, remind me, remind me what that it's is. It's Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston. But yes, directed yes, yes, yes. By I know, I, yes directed yes. by David Wayne at the Elysium uh, Commune. I love, I love David Wayne films. I love that whole, that group of actors that came from the they all went to nyu uh together and they were in a comedy troupe called the state which yes. like some are okay and some are like it's you know like a lot of 90s sketch comedy but i love that and that this isn't even my favorite work of theirs but it's something it's a movie that my wife and i have watched a thousand times it's like a song and it had been a long time since we watched it so it was I'm like yeah nice. this would be a good one to, and yeah it was a really really fun time talking about it with these two uh and i can't wait to uh debut yeah this new uh show mess with it so look for that oh that Plum. sounds that sounds sorry to interrupt you that sounds no. freaking awesome because all you told me was yeah z and his buddy are doing a podcast i'm gonna be on it and i was yeah. like oh okay cool yeah, i didn't know yeah. it was a gonna be that's good because we need more and more non-wrestling shows i hear you i hear you even though I wrestling mean, is yeah. great because let's talk love the it. other plug is for our wrestling show yeah <laughs> Oh, totally. Which isn't on Pomp, but it's on, on the Pomp Network, though. Yeah, it's on. Oh, there's uh, fuckers on, on YouTube who on YouTube. will drop you during a live fucking yeah, feed with yeah. while you're trying to entertain the masses, the masses on New Year's Eve. Right. I know during a pandemic. Yeah, no, they no. gotta fuck with us, and we gotta turn uh, to Zuckerberg. Anyways, Zuckerberg. go to YouTube. Go to YouTube. 
and look for uh, uh, Jarvis Washing Machine. That's us, Mystery Titans Theater. We uh, did an. Uh, we've got an episode coming up this week, but it's a request from a fan. What is for it? A, a wrestling card of, of when uh, Randy Savage? All I know is it's when he won the Intercontinental uh, Championship. Oh, and, well, I, I've seen that match a bunch, but not and uh, Bruno and Piper in a steel cage. Uh, I've seen that match too. Maybe oh, yeah, I didn't so, realize. I've seen both of those matches and didn't realize it was the same night. That's crazy, hey? So um, I'm pretty jazzed. Uh, and, of course, there's going to be some of the usual goofy stuff. Who's in our guest? Uh, and it's our old friend James. We're having uh, oh, James great. back. Great. Yeah, of course. James Hamilton, uh, you know, he's like he's like the third, uh, usual third man in the booth every once in a while. And, yeah, a lot more of that coming in the future. So look for that. And once again, uh if you don't like wrestling, you don't have to just check it out. We're a lot, you know, if you, if you want an in an episode with James is an in, uh, right. In a, in a big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big time. All right. So before we get back to this episode, (laughs) I am DB curious. And once again, no goofs, not today. Well, she decided to keep them an extra week. I'm just going to stare at this goddamn wall. Counting flowers on the wall. He's shaving that his head. don't bother me at all. He's coming like Travis Pickle. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to kill the President of the United States of America. <laughs> yep, yep. Then she'll notice me. <laughs> but when he gets caught, it's a, it's a tremendous fall. He, yeah. <laughs> And nobody even notices. Doesn't even get charged. <laughs> so, but we do have some trivia. And I did not know this. Um, so uh, Rory is seen, of course, reading Bram Stoker's Dracula at seven points, uh, several points in the episode. Dominic Purcell also played Dracula slash Drake in Blade Trinity. Hmm. Which... I've never seen any of the Blade movies. I understand the, I first, the first one's one. great. But... Yeah, I saw the first one. Blade Trinity is the one with, with Triple uh, H. Uh, is, that, is that Triple H? Is he a Triple that H? Yeah, so, 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 hold on. So, there's a, a vampire movie with Leslie Snipes that's supposed to be terrible, where the the lead bad guy is Dominic Purcell playing Dracula, and his muscle is a mute. Triple H, because I know he has no lines in the fucking movie. Right, right. I'm gonna watch that fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Charisma. Forty of forty-one found this interesting. Oh, let me. Okay, let me correct that. Forty-one of forty-two found that interesting because hmm. I found that interesting. Yeah, got it. And um, reviews. I, I was checking the reviews. People generally liked it. This was one of the higher ranked ones in the numbers. Is it's a, it's always out of ten. And it's like 8.6 or mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, this one, though, is 7 out of 10. It says, almost a top 10 episode. From Tim J. Traver, 22, from October 2018. It was one of my favorite episodes until the ending. The idea that he would return to the team was exciting. The betrayal at the end of the episode ruined it. Rip Hunter as a suede enemy of the legends is very hard to swallow. Huh. 
Now, I don't normally make fun of people's spelling, but it literally when says say, suede. It's with an S. It's suede. Like like yeah. his like his badass uh cowboy jacket, jacket? from yeah, season yeah, one. Yeah. <laughs> it's suede. I don't know why that tickled me. That's funny. <laughs> So no, that's a bad read too, because uh, because because Rip goes to his own beats his to his own drum man or goes. To oh, it is. Him. It's a total. You know, like, you know, there's a lot of people. No, there's a lot of people, or at least vocal people on IMDb. Nobody, no, nobody anywhere else, who are like, oh, God, I wish it was more like season one and two again with, with Rip. You know, <laughs> there's a there's a little vocal minority who that's their that's their jam. That's so funny. maybe he's one of those dudes. <laughs> I can't imagine it. So just being that hung up on that, that you have to post about it. But right. what am I saying? Wrestling message boards. So sure. of course. Mm. No, I got to tell you something about that, but another time, man, just r- okay. remind me uh, about that. So we're back on the wave rider and Rip is trying to say, look, you know, Damien dark's not the priority. Mollus is. And, Mollus is coming because they're going to try to resurrect Davian Dark so we can't destroy his body yet. And Sarah's like, fuck you. And Nate's like, yeah, we do what she says. And Sarah and Ripley are talking private. He goes, okay, you're right. You're right. And so we got Z in her room with the picture of Beefy Bayrod. And you know, Amaya's concerned about her. And Z's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Just you take this totem. I don't fucking want it. It's a reminder that I should have died. Hmm. And, uh, Again, I I just dig her a ton. She, she she's fun. You know. Yeah, she, yeah. And this was she, good. They gave her a reason to get rid of it. She's getting. I mean, she, she's growing she, on me. She, I she doesn't like, care about it. I didn't love. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't love the way she was showing their outward skepticism towards the. Uh, and I know they had to point it out that she was the one who was skeptic, uh, skeptical of the. Well, yeah, she comes the from the Ouija board, yeah. but I I felt that it was laid on a little thick. Um, but but yeah, she's she's got yeah. I can see how she's fit. Well, she in. she's snarky. That's her, her character is snarky, right, Travis. Right. So I get it. I get it. Just, and the way she plays snarky generally turns me on, buddy. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> snark dot. Yep. <laughs> I like I like a beautiful woman who will tell me I'm a piece of shit in a very funny way. That's what <laughs> I like. Okay, that's what I into. Marry me. <laughs> Well, I know better than that. <laughs> so Nate and Ray are in the lab. Stein finds him. He figures it out because he doesn't. He knows that the psychic connection is not there. So he especially knows it because it's on the clear blackboard or the clear board. Right. I always love the, the love that CW clear board. It's, it might be. The, I guess I've seen it in other things, but they love them on these shows, man. Mm-hmm. And so. Stein, you know, he walks out on them and he runs into Rip, who Rip fucks him over. And he says, Gideon, initiate the gentleman's dreadnought. And Gideon says, are you sure? And I was like, is that the conversation they had when uh, he was programming this? He's like, so, uh, Captain, what would you like me to call this initiative? Uh, the gentleman's dreadnought. And she went, are you Are you sure? Are, are you sure? Ugh. I'm, uh, <laughs> what was that? What was that? Nothing, nothing, nothing. Oh, I got it. That's cool. Gentlemen. It sounds like you like you don't like it. 
Like you uh, know, well, sir, it's yeah, I'm just saying it's it's a little over the top, don't you? Do think? you know what a dreadnought is? I do, I do. do you know what a gentleman is? Uh yes, I, I do. Then we go with the name. Oh, you're the captain. That's right. And a gentleman. <sighs> what a bitch. <laughs> so Z's at the house. So on the bridge, uh, uh, telling them everyone was having mixers reading throughout the whole thing. And so, yeah, I told you so, you know, that he's going to not to trust him. And they notice Z is gone. And Z's at the house finding Eleanor because she's like, fuck, I want to talk to my brother again. Now she believes. And, and, but you don't, it, they do this great shot as they go to commercial where she comes in. She's like, Madam Eleanor. And, and, and Nora just turns and you get her side profile. And he goes like, yes. And like, dun, dun, dun. it's just so over the top evil, mm-hmm. like looking right down the barrel of the camera, but from a side glance. And I was like, ah, that's right into commercial. That's my fucking jam, man. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I dig it. She, again, she, she has a lot of fun eating up the scenery, yeah, but she's so good that her, her scenery chewing in the show is great. Cause she's also, really good you know and which mm-hmm. you know we don't you know you'll see it eventually but when it gets to time to play serious and emotional she's a bit of a step ahead of a lot of your average cw actors i just cool. just saying all right and uh <laughs> and so okay so yeah i wonder if this was in the writing room sarah says damn it gideon how many secret commands did reprogram you with and she's like i believe that's the last one i think that's them telling us right because they've done it three times right right how many times are we going to use this weak ass plot device i think three i think that's three i think it was yeah. three yeah but that's basically what they're saying to us yep. don't worry don't worry fans. we're done Thanks this is the last one thank you sorry, yeah. sorry we're, we're, we, there no more gentlemen's dreadnoughts no more fucking exactly. we get it. okay okay just one last mm-hmm. one for old time's sake and so but z also you know handed over the totem right to eleanor she's like i need to uh, have something personal of his and she's like fine whatever and there's a lot of people like well i can't believe she'd be so stupid don't give it up and i'm like oh who cares you know it's it's, it's mm-hmm. how this shit works and i just say uh, quickly but i i don't want to lose this thought gentlemen mm-hmm. dreadnuts sounds like a, a guy you might encounter Red nuts in your tours uh, when you're following the Grateful Dead around it. It's like a like one weird hippie who who but he wears a top hat, uh-huh. and you got to go to Gentleman Dreadnuts to get like a specific type of drug or something. I don't know. It's like, hey, you said, Gentleman Dreadnuts is here. If you had said Gentleman Dreadlocks, I yeah, yeah, yeah. think. But like, there's something about him. His balls are always hanging out or something. You know what I mean? Oh, well, okay. Well, maybe no, no, no. It's hanging out from his tiny, tiny uh, hippie shorts yes. are his pubic hairs, which <laughs> are so long, are dreaded. so long. They're dreaded. there. We go. Yeah, you I knew did. that guy. I knew we that were guy. <laughs> Everybody knew that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, buddy, for indulging me there. I couldn't let that one pass up. He was sitting in my head. <laughs> Never sit. Look, always don't just sit on those eggs, my friend. Always let them hatch with me. Yeah, we did it. We did always, it. always make me got there. So Sarah just says, and I love this too. She goes, "Well, I'm captain now, and I ordered you to override all that shit." And she says, "Right away." <laughs> yeah. So, because they can fly, but she can't let them out. 
So Sarah starts aiming the guns at the house and like, but Zari's there. And Mick's like, oh, omelet and eggs. <laughs> Reading his fucking book. Mm-hmm. And then we got the big scene, the resurrection scene. They're going to resurrect Damien Dark. And Rip is there undercover, sort of. And, right. and, and Eleanor reveals her real look. That sort of gypsy look and her hair falls down. And I was like, Ooh, Mr. Ralph, you are a lucky, lucky, lucky man. And she's all, I just wrote wowzers. And Rip comes out and is like, stop this abomination. And the Time Bureau portals in because he's like, well, fuck the legends. I'll call the Time Bureau and call it yeah. a favor. So if he's, here's what I don't get. If this guy's, if he's acting as like a rogue agent here, mm-hmm. are these just like a couple dudes that he's like, I may call on you. No, but he's not rogue yet. You know, they explain this. lesbian lay. And no, I can't. I, I can't because there's Bob. All right. Um, the <laughs> and no, they actually said, he's look, I'm, they just don't know what I'm doing right now. And because mm-hmm. they put it in later on when they, when they haul him in, he's like, uh, the director says, he's like, when you contacted us, I was willing to give this a shot, but you know, I told right. you that if it, okay. if it goes wrong, you're fucked. And that's yeah. what happened. Right. Okay. You know, so they do get that. They do explain that. So, uh, but he fucked the legend. I mean, he asked for their help and there's like, fuck you. And because they were like, Hey, we don't trust you anymore. And, and you know, he just completely betrays them. So Viv's demanding to talk to Mollus and she channels them and we get John Noble. Mm-hmm. John Noble is the voice of Mollus. Okay. You, I'm sure you're aware who John of John Noble, correct? I, uh, I maybe not. Maybe let me take a quick look here. You no, know, take a quick look, my friend, Mister Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> John Noble is. He's a fantastic. You look it up. I love John Noble. Oh, fantastic yeah, yeah. actor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, character actor. He's wonderful, and he's the voice of our big bad of the season. It's hmm. Malice. And he tells Rip that, you know, I am a god. And the moonbeam shoots down and Damien Dark rises up like Nosafostro. Yeah. And what? How'd you say that? I, I can never pronounce that right. You pronounce it. Nosferatu. Nosferatu. What did I say? Nosferatu? I don't know. He added a couple extra S's, I think. You know, it's because how much I love this fucking episode. I've never yep. been able to pronounce that. I just fucking <laughs> always give it a shot. Yeah. <laughs> just one of those things. But. He opens his eyes, takes a breath, and says, you know, it's good to be back and just cracks some guys' necks and seems to recognize uh, Eleanor, looks down, and he's like, who stole my watch? And yeah, I fucking good. loved it. And Sarah figures out that she's going to blast the own, their own cargo bay and not the house. So they can open up the ship and Ray wants to hold hands with everyone and they throw in a, a Toy Story 3 joke. And I think right. we've brought that up before, but even I, when I saw Toy Story 3 and they got to that scene, even though I knew better, I went, are they going to kill these fucking toys to teach yeah. kids a lesson? Yes. Because yeah, this is what like this fucking feels happen. like. I'm... It was pretty heavy, man. <laughs> pretty heavy. Pretty heavy. It was awesome. Makes like oh, I have one page left. Shut the fuck up. Boom. You know we don't know what happens. Maybe they blew themselves up, and we cut to Damien Dark taking a drink, mm-hmm. slaughtering the Time Bureau with his 
his, his partner Nora to Return of the Mac. And yeah. I, this is my in my top five favorite scenes ever yeah. on this fucking show. Yeah, that's what I was talking about when I said that this is like a, a show that this is full on swagger kind of thing. Um, it, I think they're succeeding here in this scene where that, that fucking show, The Kingsman, the movie, The Kingsman, like fucking failed. There's a real, there's a scene in that that is just so over the top and ultra violent, but kind of this style, but not to this song. Obviously. Okay, I, I know what you're talking about, and I I just got to say, I fucking love the Kingsman. I know exactly yeah. what scene yeah. you're talking about and I adore it. So really? just different, different it. strokes for different folks, but I loved it. Uh, it's rare that I walk out of a, a, a film feeling. So just what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, like uh, kind of angry at it. So there's know. a, there's a, what the fuck was that moment in that movie for me, but it's not that Yeah, it's the very end with when he rescue rescuing i know the i know yeah thing. that scene too like that was that, was, like, like, that was i was like i just the meant fuck? the whole thing the whole thing was uh it had nothing to say like i just thought it was really vapid uh, i well i, I yeah. just well this and the second was even more fucking over the top and they yeah. the way they get out of that ending is they're married now so hmm. interesting you know, so like <laughs> without without getting into that fucking scene yeah. but uh i thought they were just a fucking giant fucking comic book like, like a, an r-rated comic book joyride of nonsense and yeah. i was like yeah, i'll take that every now and then yeah. no one i really didn't i remember uh, i was really put off by samuel jackson's performance it was just like he was like i don't know what he was trying to channel there i don't know just was yeah, i don't even remember yeah i remember it was weird but i don't even remember yeah. what the fuck it was but uh Okay, so anyway, let's get to this scene because you're like, we love this one, right? Because mm -hmm. as Return of the Mac is playing and Dark is slurring motherfuckers, at one point someone's about to get him and he like waves his finger like uh, 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 and it's to the scratch like the wicky, 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 wicky. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. And, uh, and I was like and then he fucking snaps his fucking neck I was yeah. like, God, she's winding people. You know, you know how I, I, the first thing I wrote about her using the totem, mm -hmm. uh, Nora, was I'm like, she starts blowing this. I'm like, no, 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 I can't. No, winding them. She's winding right, them. Right, right, right. Because I can't think of, because I'm like, well, blowing is what makes more sense, but I can't say that. Sure. <laughs> I can't think of a better one than winding. Hmm. So. And uh, Z's about to get shot, and, and Reed, uh, Reed, Reed Richard shows up, and it's the ultimate crossover. Um, Rip throws a, a little time bomb, and it freezes time for a second. And at one point, there's a guy getting punched, and he's spitting up blood, and Rick, Rip like ducks under the blood that's frozen above him. And I was like, I like that. That's a little, ooh, that's, that's a nice little right. touch. I, I dug that a, a lot. Yeah, because you've said sometimes when sometimes oh they're wagging their dicks a little too much with that special effects like we've seen sometimes, but mm -hmm. I thought that was no, understated was enough. Yeah, yeah, no, this was quick and dirty. He didn't linger on it too long. Yeah, he plinks the bullet away, but he's too late because he's he's all using his swagger. If he just run through the fucking blood, he would have gotten to Damien Dark before he wakes up, and he remembers Rip from last season because he's not just alive; he remembers everything mm -hmm. now. Again, I don't just to clarify the Damien Dark from last season was returned to uh, the 80s. 
this Damien Dark is the one that was killed by Green Arrow, and this is why he's being resurrected. Back right. in the okay, yeah, that's but he so the mind wipe is gone, he remembers, and <laughs> he's draining his life. And Sarah and Amaya swing in on ropes like it was Batman 66, yeah. And she's summoning an animal that even like freezing it, I couldn't figure out what the fuck it was. <laughs> it looked so those were gym class ropes. So maybe right. they were filming this in a high school gym. Gymnasium, yeah. That's like Fonzie and the uh, Carmine uh, coming in on the fucking ropes to save <laughs> Richie and the gang at one time. <laughs> I've gone from rags to riches. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he says, uh, Dark does, he's like, oh, goody, more legends. And, you know, talking about coming back. Yeah, she, Sarah throws knives. She says, like, death's going to stick this time. Z claims her totem. And Damien has Sarah and Rip frozen, but Nori says, you know, we know we got to go and uses the t their time stone. They've got time stones mm -hmm. to blink out. And we leave, leave the shot with just dead agents all around. They're all been fucking slaughtered. Yeah. Rough. And a lot of death in this one. I mean, it's, it's super fun up to this point. But when they get to this point about Rip fuck it up, there's like, no, no, you fucked the fuck up dude mm -hmm. you know there's a death count on there's not a lot of death count on this show if, you, if you've noticed i mean that was right. pretty rough and so jackson steiner eating grapefruit because jack jack's miss, misses eating grapefruit and their psychic link is back because jacks misses it too like you said taking a shit you know <laughs> you need a high five after getting a little push <laughs> you know we got it back and and Jax's an idea. He's like, why don't we figure out a way that I can just be Firestorm? We isolate the Matrix into me. And like, Stein's like, oh, sounds like a plan. So Z is playing Mortal Kombat, which I've never played a minute of Mortal Kombat in my life. Just saying. Yeah. No, no, I'm did. not a big fighting game guy, but uh, I, I think they're boring. Of the two, uh, Street Fighter Two had no. There's something I, like there's a newer game, uh, Super Smash Brothers that. I did get into more, but that's a different design to it. There, there is something to it. Like, oh man, if there's, I, I've, I've told you this. Well, uh, wrestling, you know, I, 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 there were some wrestling oh, yeah. ones. Obviously, oh, yeah. I WrestleFest is my favorite, maybe my favorite arcade game of all time. I love WrestleFest, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, I never really got into Mortal Kombat, but they're up to like eleven. Did you know that Mortal Kombat eleven? I would have thought there were more. To be yeah. perfectly honest, was uh, that movies? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard not bad. I heard. I think I remember seeing one when they came when it came out. And it was. Okay. I saw the first one, and I remember me and my wife got high and watched it, and, I, and we both said that wasn't anywhere near as bad as we thought it would be. It was, still was terrible, mind you. Yeah. <laughs> but we 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 were like, well, it wasn't. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Got what you came for, kind of thing. Yeah. So as we wrap up this episode of this episode of dc's legends tomorrow and this episode of gideon guys sarah is tearing a rip a new one and he won't apologize like, oh, they knew the risks but now we know so much more and i remember originally watching this going fuck you rip what well, yeah. i was like no no they just sort of turned rip a little bit this is a big fuck up i didn't mm -hmm. think you know so when the next thing happens and Sarah says, you've gone rogue from every organization you've ever been a part of. And I've learned one final lesson, how to be a cold son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that looked a little better on the page. I do, too. I yeah. do, too. 
She tried. <laughs> look, I love yeah. her. She yeah. tried her best. Yeah, I but agree. that definitely yeah. read better on the page. It's a weird mouthful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh well, but I get it. We, you get it. You get mm -hmm. it. Well, you, how, how dirty can we go on the CW? Son of a yeah. bitch. You know, yeah. you cold motherfucker. You betraying <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> you cold piece of shit. <laughs> I did yeah, but I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a Benedict Garnold cunt. <laughs> Ooh, whoa. Uh, well, whoa. 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 <laughs> Phil. <laughs> like he's kind of like he's how many, Phil, how many how many times have I told you this is Greg Berlanti Studios? I, I'm afraid we're gonna have to let you go. Just wow. Three times is too much. Just his lip is quivering after <laughs> she calls him that. My <laughs> <laughs> message received. Madam. Um she turns him into Ava and the director in exchange for their freedom. And the Time Bureau is hauling them away. And Ava says, it's fine. The Time Bureau has bigger fish to fry than a bunch of idiots. Idiot, and Sarah man. just gives a little look like, uh-huh, whatever, which I thought was great. And as Rip's being dragged away, he says, Sarah, get ready. There's a challenge coming. You know, a great evil. Da, 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 dun, dun, dun. And once again, you know, yes, Stein singing the lullaby, the thing here, thing there. Fine. This one is uh, one of my favorites. Yeah, as good as as good as any, you know, we've seen. I'd say too, for sure. I, it's not my favorite. I think I probably uh, well, I would have to mine, think go back. But but yeah, it's a uh, yeah. Uh, there's not a lot to complain about. A lot lot more lot more good than than crappy. That's what. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll and I'll just add one thing from the IMDb that uh, just baffled me. A lot of people going more Damien Dark. He was on Arrow. He was on this season, of, last season of Legends, and now he's here again. And I kind of get it, but I'm also just like, why wouldn't you want... Look how He's, yeah. he's so good. He's so yeah. fucking... Why wouldn't you want to use Neil McDonough as mm -hmm. this character? But besides, season one, that season of Arrow was not this version of it. He wasn't like wisecracking and right. joking and shit. And it was completely different. As long as the, you don't have every character dying and coming back, and if that's this is just part of what he's known for is dying and coming back, then that's then that's the thing, man. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, Doctor Doom died and came back in like the first thirty-five issues of uh, sure. Fantastic Four until they finally stopped yeah. doing it, and then they only did it once in a blue moon, killing them. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> anyway, that's for our upcoming Fantastic Four podcast. Uh, yeah. This is Gideon, guys. Thanks so much, Travis. This was a super ton of fun. Thanks, everyone, for yeah. listening. Uh, spread the word. Yay for more legends, man. We're gonna, That's the future of this podcast was just confirmed by the CW, and I couldn't be happier. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter. Follow uh, Travis on YouTube at Jarvis Washing Machine. Uh, definitely check out Mystery Titans Theater, and we'll talk to you next time. See you guys. Oh,